welcome, foolish mortals, to Awful Neutral. Oh. What the fuck? Where are my lights? That was in a void now. Jesus. <laughs> I'm in the Phantom Zone. I, I pissed off Superman's dad, and uh, now I'm trapped. You're ruining the intro. Oh, <laughs> well, no, yeah, well, so, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, you're trapped in the void zone, which I'm obviously sympathetic towards, you know, <laughs> like you're hurling through space and like, I'm obviously going to care about that. Like, oh, my friends hurling endlessly in space in a space prison. <laughs> but on the other hand, I'll remember that you ruined the, the take. <laughs> Kneel before Sal. <laughs> I am your dungeon master, David Mercado, and we're doing something a little bit different today. Sal is trying to break through the void if you are streaming us live. Uh, I am sure at some point with his upper body strength and w general wiliness, he will break through in time to introduce himself. Uh, today, though, we're going to uh, t talk about some mental health again. Uh, I, I know it all affects us all, uh, including on this podcast and certainly off this podcast. I uh, got re reviewed really well last time, and uh, because Gertrude couldn't make it today, she's sick. So uh, insert Seinfeld, get well, get well soon song. We want you to. She doesn't like to talk about her mental health. <laughs> she gets enough of that shit at work. <laughs> she's oddly, if we're having a mental health, ep health episode, she's like the one licensed person. Like, you know, mm -hmm. it's like having a car fixing thing, but none of us are mechanics. Yeah, this is talking. the best way to do it. It's almost like we're mocking her. Haven't we? Didn't we have the last one without her? This is yeah. This is why we do it because she's not here. Like, oh, now we can do it. Mom's not around. We can get away with this shit. Don't worry. I have her book of notes right here. I got the gist of it. You know, By the way, we, we, we're she running this one. Rail everything. If she actually had verified information, uh, it wouldn't work. I don't think it we're would gonna work. we're gonna run this one Gong Show style, where uh, if Sal says something we don't like, we have a button that sucks him back into the void. <laughs> no! <laughs> Listen, he falls like at, off Nakatomi Plaza, just going back into the darkness. <laughs> I also have a soundboard that I can hit for Sal when he does things like this. <laughs> Sal, stop farting! Sal, quit your your butt horn! I just feel so gassy. So many beans, Sal. <laughs> I actually have a pot of beans right now, and I'm really excited to get it. I can hear them. Yes, they are. Are you mocking my beans? Dare you jest? Sal, <sighs> my favorite part about this is like, and his anyone's gonna like, will not be mocked. <laughs> yeah. Anyone's gonna look look this up later? Like, oh, it's a mental health episode, and they see this bullshit. Like, you know what? Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> immediately oh. just turned off. Speaking of our first Sal, wait a second, Sal. Now your farts sound sad. It's <laughs> <laughs> a diverticulitis. <laughs> hey, make that noise be the title of the episode. <laughs> like, Welcome to Awful Neutral. If you're on an elevator and all of a sudden the guy beside you looks really uncomfortable and you hear like that come from somebody, I'd be more impressed than anything. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's this guy's like a French clown or something. There's a skill here <laughs> that is yeah. not taught in the states. I would have to then give him a little golf clap. I don't know. I feel like you should see a doctor. But, but with your butt cheeks. That's, that's your butt cheeks. Yeah, that's like cheek clapping. Why are you Jeez. clapping? I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clearly done. Uh, Speaking of which, our very first uh, mental health "quote unquote" professional today is Mr. <laughs> Dave Callens. Dave. Hey, that's me. 
Obviously, we're all really holding on pretty well based on this intro. <laughs> By the way, Dave, I, I tell um, it's Tim, right? Tell him that your his shirt uh, it works great when it's folded over like that. Yeah, because I don't want to give him free uh, free promotion. No, because when it was folded <laughs> over, it just said comedy, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's better. Yeah, but then Mark Norman would have to sue. Yeah, and then you write a, it's got a sketch in with a uh, Sharpie underneath. Uh, if I do it like this that, way, yeah. it looks like I just hate everyone. This is the <laughs> mental health strategy today. Yeah, That's, yeah, affliction <laughs> versus everybody. You know, I think I did mean this wrong. Hi, I'm Damian Mercado. Uh, <laughs> I, I play with the I play a human being with the afflictions of depression and, <laughs> and PTSD. <laughs> that's how I that's how I should have introduced it. If it's a oh, mental health good. thing, yeah. This is role playing. Yeah, I'm, I'm role playing a person who's who uh, uh, has been sad, unnecessarily sad for several years. I'm very committed to the role. I'm very committed <laughs> to ruining my wife's life. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> committed. I'm getting committed. Uh, with us as well, um, mental health professional Jesse Egan. Yes, profesh. Uh, this is the happiest I usually am all week, and it's because uh, I get to do that. <laughs> Have gas yeah, I, on a podcast? Yeah. I, <laughs> I prepare for this by eating truckloads and truckloads of beans. And horns. <laughs> He's a method actor. Good to be here, guys. I was supposed to play Gertrude today, so hello, everybody. I originally asked him to play Gertrude, but we're doing some deep stuff in Gertrude's past. And um, I don't get deep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know we all wanted to say it. You got to pay for my OnlyFans to see Gertrude get deep. That's how <laughs> I, I thought Quint and Sal are like yeah. inverse of each other. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was going for. <laughs> He's thinking of me. Yeah. I am the void. <laughs> you were barely <laughs> raised in it. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Why is your nose bleeding? What the heck? <laughs> I put, I got the saturation too high. Uh, with us as well, we have Mr. Salvador Viesca. Hi, everybody. I have a little scotch of the PTSD, a little scotch of the persistent anxiety disorder, and just a touch of the taste for sugary treats. That last one is uh, is my biggest addiction. Oh, and I'm kicking alcohol. I'm like two. I'm like two months like alcohol free. So that's a fun one. Oh, that's fantastic. Shout out to Anabuse. Bro, bro, like, yeah. like, like the moment I was like, I'm not gonna drink beer. I was like, I want 18 sandwiches and just you know what? Just, the bread. <laughs> just give me the bread and the butter. <laughs> mm -hmm. I must have quit beer. <laughs> I want to eat all of those same calories. <laughs> sour Patch is a meal, right? Just Sour Patch yeah. Kids, just like a handful of them. If you make it into the shape of a chicken leg, that's dinner. Yes, absolutely. If you eat them with a knife and fork, that's civilized. <laughs> then it's a salad. It's, uh, <laughs> it's Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. Just put a little mayo on it, and it makes everything salad. I love how without alcohol, uh, you guys become, or you two specifically, become like a degenerate version of a Cathy comic. Like, oh, trash food, beans, I love beans. Oh, I love beans. 
mild sauce from Taco Bell is now a little too spicy for my taste. So it's like, yeah, everything's a little extreme. Well, did they ever make a cartoon of Kathy? Because how did you nail the voice? I didn't know there was one. Yeah, that's her voice. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes something that feels true. You know? <laughs> this is a, a vibes only episode. Like, there was a deep oh, fake God. of Ron DeSantis saying, I'm hungry. Like with, with, like a baby, with a baby turn, and it turned out to not be true, but it was one of those things that just felt true. You know? <laughs> was it like along the lines, like when he's eating his pudding with his fingers, he's like, I'm hungry. <laughs> he, was eating a, he was eating a salad of Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> Would man. you like the teaser or the ranch? Do you have Sour Patch? <laughs> he's a short, round... A uh, person running for the, uh, the 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 head of the barbecue party who like I can't have sugar, sugar. I, I I'm I'm not doing that. Short round is running for office. <laughs> anyway, right. I love short. Um. Uh. So I think uh, we uh, last time we had uh, a mental health episode. Oh, wait, I exist too. Hi. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you just gave no, Clint no, another issue. Clint needs something to talk about. Back into the void, Clint. <laughs> yep. Back into the void. <laughs> I really wanted to talk about my inadequacy. Shut the fuck up, Clint. We're gonna move on. You <laughs> <laughs> just added low self-esteem to Clint's list. Wow. Just... <laughs> With us as well, the perhaps the greatest and secret unlockable um, mental health professional of all for in-game for speedrunners, Mr. Clint Viser. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Oh my god! He's a DLC he's character, only, so he's much better than the rest of us. He, he's the only character you unlock for beating yourself up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Hi, uh, hi, folks. I'm uh, got the depression mode. I've also got uh, a lot of the ADHD, uh, which they keep changing what that is. And I might be autistic too. We don't know that one yet. Stolen valor. <laughs> <laughs> is it really valor? You always want that. You, that's, that's the valor you it's want. It's just for my bit. It only It's only because yeah. it makes my bits work. <laughs> it's not the valor you want. It's the valor you need. <laughs> Stolen Valium. Yeah, that. It's all everything. <laughs> oh, yeah, Valium was, was like the, the 90s. Now, every, now, now like, uh, everybody's on Percocets, right? I, I'm not. I, I think it's like a housewife drug. But uh, it, yeah, when I had health care, it, uh, it was Xanax <laughs> for a minute. There you go. Yeah, Zanny. I don't think that'll ever go away. I think that's always just a you thing, right? <laughs> I wish. No, <laughs> I, I don't. It'll be like quaaludes. Eventually, they're gone. You're like, where? I can't get any ludes. <laughs> we've, we've, we've talked on Science Faction about how um, about how. Uh, uh, oh, here we go with this other podcast. <laughs> well, well, about how antidepressants specifically, like antidepressants, uh, you know, uh, SSRI inhibitors. Um, they uh, like like they don't like they're, they're, we don't recommend people stop taking them, but there is some evidence to suggest that maybe some part of it is a, is a placebo. We know it does do things and it does work on certain mechanisms, but like how overall effective it is for long term. Um, mm. the, the best things were some Jesse was talking <clears throat> to me and something we've talked about before on the show. Uh, something that I think Sal and Jesse know a lot about, which is uh, grapes. Who wouldn't want we've we've discussed that. we've discussed grapes quite a bit, haven't we, Sal? I've picked uh, it up a couple times. Grapes, nectarines. After they converted to wine or before? Mm -hmm. uh, Pre-wine grapes. 
I was waiting for grapes to be like an acronym for something. It is. It's a. Uh, it is an acronym for something. Yeah. Rope. Uh, reach around. Gentle assholation. Relaxation. Penetration and uh... <laughs> you know. Oh, it's. I work in. I work in a different industry. So I, we have you know, sometimes acronyms over. <laughs> it's a way to cause depression. <laughs> if, if you want to oh know. Oh my clear. god. You guys, you know what we should do? We, next time we do an episode like this, we should make Sarah Lee listen, but be unable to participate. <laughs> She'll be in the she would just be going nuts, like, no, that's not right. I think <laughs> she feels like that every time anyway. <laughs> I see her sitting there like, I wonder if I should speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she, Her joke would be, that's a regular episode. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. You guys. Oh, hey, uh, Dave, I got a serious question for you. How often do we get mentioned on Science Faction? Oh, regularly. <laughs> oh, uh, regularly. Uh, in fact, we're famous. To fight Bobby, I, I uh, you feel free to tune in. I'll, I'll promote the episode. Bobby will do his thing where he talks shit, despite the fact he will talk shit about this podcast, despite the fact that we share an ecosystem, and it only benefits him to to speak up about this podcast. Um, and I was like, you know, here's the thing, Bobby. Our cast is filled with literally some of the funniest people you know. Our podcast way funnier than. It just couldn't be here today. It's way funnier than science fiction because we're not we're not hobbled by having to teach you crap. We get in there, we yeah. make donkey cum waterfall jokes. We, we don't even learn out. the rules. We're off the cuff, baby. Yeah, you don't even need to you you, you don't even need to know Dungeons and Dragons rules. Do you think any of the cast members I play with know any, any jack shit? That's what I've I've told them all. This is how I sell <laughs> awful neutral, but we're funny as fuck. <laughs> hey Sal, I wanted you to be like off the cuff, baby. By the way, check out the cuff on these shirts. Familiar. Speaking of cuffs, actually, I would love that it. A cool cuff. Look at this shirt; it's from Mexico. Uh, it's called Igway, and they do hey. graphic designs on the cuffs as well. This on one, uh, now this good. shirt is from Turkey. I don't know if you have anything from any Turkish material in your line, but all I know is that you're putting me to sleep talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some international hey, listeners, and I think uh, well, let's let's uh, what are some? Oh. So let's talk about those grapes or some mental health thing. Oh sure, so grapes it is an acronym. It's uh, uh, gentle with self or gratitude. They're both good uh, for G. R is relaxation, so getting uh, enough sleep and rest and uh, meditating and uh, taking naps and whatever it takes to get your get your rest in. Um, a is accomplishment, like could be something small, like just making the bed when you feel like you can't get out of it, or eating washing grapes. the dishes, or eating grapes. Uh, planting them. Um, what's the next letter, Dave? Uh, P. P is pleasure, just doing something fun for yourself that you enjoy. And then E is exercise, doing something you know physical to get that heart pumping. And then what's the last uh, letter? S. S, social. So what we're doing now, talking to each other, talking Ooh. to other human beings, because we tend to isolate when we're depressed. And uh, it's better to share and talk to other people when you're feeling that way. And uh, so that's grapes. And the idea is if you do all of those things every day, like I, for, I had a little chart going for a while. There it is. It's that's backwards it. though, isn't it? Uh, no, it looks no, no, it's good. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm backwards. This is backwards. Yeah. Have compassion for yourself. So that's a big one that, that G, which is that a lot of times when we feel down, we're always doing this negative self-talk. Like, you know, I'm constantly being like, I'm you're so fat. good at that. You're fat, yeah. disgusting, oh. fat piece of fat shit. And it's like, then you start to believe it and it starts to get like insidious where, where you just feel negative things about yourself. But if you're constantly saying nice, self-affirming things, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, I'm doggone it, people, people like, like you. 
Um, and it's you not, tell yourself you yet, say that, and uh, you have many you know. enemies left on your list. <laughs> you cannot release yourself from this world by blade yet. Uh, also, <laughs> a, a good rule with the grapes is if you're, if you would never talk to your friends in the manner you speak to yourself, yes. then you, you know maybe adjust how you're speaking to yourself, or just come to terms with the fact you're a terrible person. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> Dave no, does that on stage. I always see whenever Dave is on stage. By the way, you guys have seen this. Dave Callens, he does this thing. He'll do a joke. It'll be like uh, some sort of horrific scenario, and then. <laughs> And then he'll go, come on, we're all terrible, shitty fucking people, right? You like when, if they laugh at it, he'll go, yeah, you're all scum. Like, <laughs> like he punishes them for liking. Get on my like, level. Come on, you guys are with me. You're pieces Sink. of crap. Sink. You're like, the, you're like the bad guy from from uh, Pinocchio, convincing bad kids to get, to get turned into donkeys. Like that's. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that's You're great. No, Jesse, I actually, <laughs> I do, uh, I do like a, a little thing of self-talk where like, if I'm out, like, cause I'm, you know, I have the depression, anxiety. I don't like being out socially. So when I'm out and like one of my friends is like, Hey man, how you doing? A reflexive. I would say, oh, I'm awesome. And I oh, hope yeah. like the, the intent is that that just becomes my default. Hey, I'm doing really good. That I it like takes that. root in my brain. Yeah. So you've been lying to us. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> That's what they say, fake it till you make it. You know, you like to project something positive and then hopefully it comes back to you, you know? Yeah. So that's the idea anyway. But yeah, so grapes. I think. I mean, I think it helps, especially if you sort of like do each thing. Like I would make a chart and then like check off, oh, I, you know, I got out of bed or whatever it is. And um, it's it felt like if you miss one, you, you, you can feel that. You'd be like, dang, I didn't talk to anyone today. I got to get outside and bug the neighbor or something. Yeah, that's a huge one. Even just being out among people helps yeah. out Dave, tremendously. Are you suggesting that like, when people ask me how I'm doing, I should stop saying, I am the void? Because <laughs> <laughs> you are the void. You're just being honest. Okay. Right. I mean, you're see. being true to yourself. <laughs> that's called realistic self-talk. <laughs> nice. Called honesty, Clint. <laughs> Nailed it. Good, good, good. Dude, Jesse, talk about this grapes thing real quick. So I had this uh, uh, extra depressing moment a couple weeks ago. Like, Ooh, tell. Yeah, you know, I have like, like all of us, I have all these things that I want to do and never get to. I just don't have the motivation. So I, sure. I forget what it was, but some little project, some little drawing, something I wanted to do where I was able to summon the motivation and the focus to get down and do it. And I finished it. And when it was done, I didn't feel any better at all. And I was like, wait a second, where's my dopamine? Oh, that's right. I'm depressed. I don't get dopamine. Oh man. <laughs> like, None for you. It was such a downer. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't do one. It's like, it's like, cause it's, if anything, it can help trigger like, Oh my God, this was so much work. And this is all the things that I, that I, you know, uh, cause I've, I've been in your shoes too, where I finally knock something off the list. And if anything, I feel yeah. worse because like, yeah, I, cause I, I see the really? mountain, you know, but I think oh, wow. like, that's, it's, you know, as some, um, I uh, I uh, decided to lose some weight and like you know uh, to to try to get out of my depression earlier this year in like February, and so I've been I've been just trying to exercise, just trying to take you know. You look fantastic. I know that you know people can only see your head. <clears throat> your head. Damon, the rest of you looks way better than yeah, well, your yeah. head does. Women started training me to work out, and you too, Clint, right? <laughs> So What's gonna, no, no, oh, no. Working. You, were, you guys were working out. <laughs> they, they work, we worked under me. Yeah. Well, I need to physically work uh, yeah. body. And um, I noticed right away. I was like, good Lord, Damien. 
he's, he's physically built like Batman now. I mean, the guy is. Well, which Batman though? What? Val Kilmer Batman or? He has the body of Chip Nicholson from the neck down, is what I'm saying. <laughs> what? That's amazing. I, I haven't For our listeners, that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Did you get a six-pack? Uh, uh, Chip Nicholson. Just for our listeners, I'm, Chip Nicholson is like the Tony Chip. Atlas of comics. I, I, no, I Chip Nicholson. Charles Atlas. Like, sorry, Charles Atlas. Uh, you're, yeah. you're, Chip Nicholson should be wildly offended somewhere. Chip Nicholson has the body <laughs> of a Greek god. And so, I've literally heard him go, get called an Adonis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. This is I go by, thirty minutes about chip, but but they yeah. call me potato. I, I kind of remembered what what were the things I was. What did something that I took pride in, and you know, and, yeah. and before it was, you know, like I used to be like athletics. I used to like moving, and I haven't moved in a bit, so I've been doing that. And I think for everybody, it's you know, what do you? What's something you take pride in? What's something you've always, even if you were just a kid, if it was just video games? What's something you 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 used to build some self esteem from? And so mm-hmm. I've been kind of focusing. I've been taking guitar lessons too. Like I've been, you know, right. <laughs> like the things I used to like, you know, enjoy. Uh, and and I I find that I'm when the depression waves still hit because they still come, you know. But uh, but when they hit, they don't. They're they're not as long. I'm not bedridden for as long. I'm not like as poor me. I'm not beating myself up. I'm not telling myself to kill myself as much. And also like I'm I'm also like kind of you know hey you know what a year ago, you were forty pounds heavier. And you uh, and uh, you know you had a ton more health problems. You couldn't breathe, and you know at least at least you know you're you're moving. You're 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 dying slower than you were a year ago. <laughs> and you look exactly. fantastic. That should be another thing too. You look fantastic. You probably feel better, but oh, there's one other letter on grapes I forgot to put. <clears throat> That's D for Disneyland. And uh, you gotta go. <laughs> you just go well, there. Grapes. Grapes. Doing grapes. That's different. Grapes, yeah, actually, that uh, probably should be on the list. At least for me, I I can't. I've, for the whole day that I'm there, I feel great. Just need 150 bucks to do. You that. feel great. You could either go to therapy or Mickey. <laughs> they cost about the same, right? Mickey is a licensed therapist. That's why it's so expensive there. Yes, <laughs> or you could go see Goofy. He's a little cheaper. He just goes, "Gorsh, you're fucked up." Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, not a lot of people right. know this. All the mascots have zannies. You can ask them for zannies; they'll give them to you. It's inside their costume. Well, the copyright for Steamboat Willie Mickey is now up. So silently, we could give you like I could do a dance. I could, I could, I could pretend like I'm uh, we're shovel, we're steering an old timey boat for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, until like see. a few more years when talking Mickey. Then, in which case, we can get the best impressionist on the show to talk. So, Jesse, tell me about how your mom made you feel. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> malignant narcissism <laughs> I mean I know uh, I know not as popular as Mickey but Winnie the Pooh is now public domain we could do something there yeah oh, I just yeah. saw the horror movie it was yeah. fun did you see it <laughs> yeah it was fun it was dumb oh, fun the problem oh, with Caleb because that's such a hard voice to do like that's like the, Winnie the Pooh is like the holy grail of oh bother. yeah <laughs> like gentle I think Caleb would nail it. We need Caleb here for that. Yeah. Unfortunately, Caleb has perfect mental health. He would not join us today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I look at how... Slow to ride. 
<laughs> Look at how open we're being, everyone. I, Robbins. I, this is a part of it, too, is sharing this stuff. That's important, especially when it's popular and people enjoy it. You gotta yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is tough, too. You guys, I'm sure you relate to this, too. Like, I don't like talking about how depressed I am because I don't want people being like, oh, what? Like, I don't want people offering solutions. I don't want people offering. I just like. You like yeah, to save it, alone. save it for the, I don't, for the stage, right, Dave? <laughs> it is it is a bit annoying when you're like you this you know comes out that oh yeah I've just been a bit depressed or whatever oh what happened yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. not like it's not what this is what are you talking we, about how do you we've not all had that huh like, oh, what happened? The problem yeah, solver friend. Many years ago, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a friend. I had a friend that yeah. asked me, like, "What do you? What are you even depressed about? Like, like let's let's figure it out right here." And he yeah. said that. I'm like, "No, dude. Like, you can't. <laughs> I, I know. I, I know some dude. of the shit. I just. It, it's not how it works. So, like, what I'm you say I'm sad like about yeah. something. I'm not yeah. sad yeah. about my, thing. I'm my my girlfriend. Yeah. Like seven years ago, when I was dating Casey, we, she had a really shitty life, and so she was like, you know had reason to be like a bitter person. We were talking one time and I was telling her how, how depressed I am, how long it's been. And she's like, well, you don't even have a reason to be depressed. I'm like, that's uh, the whole fucking point. That's why it sucks. It's like a drive-by. It's pointless. <laughs> You're like, why'd you hit me? Why? <laughs> <laughs> so annoying and shitty uh, and sucky. And then, I yeah, you get it. When someone says, let's fix it right now. You just be like, okay, the environment. Um, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Capitalism, let's talk. The oceans about. are blind. I have no job. Not fearing death or homelessness if I, you know, uh, just got the mildless, uh, the, uh, unless, of course, I had doctor or lawyer somewhere in my name, uh, in which case I'm <laughs> capitalism proof. Uh, otherwise, I am just one car accident away from being homeless and then being invisible and losing all voice, and then everyone, yeah. nobody sees me. I think that adds to my stress a little bit. <laughs> the fact yeah, that maybe. I'm working three jobs. Just what's what's funny to me kind of is that the common denominator is that we're all comedians and i think that depression is probably very common in this group oh, yeah, um for sure whatever yeah. reason we we've gone through some weird things that um make us want to sort of like um project like t share this stuff to someone that will actually listen <laughs> and yeah. and like so we have a captive audience we get the microphone we're like now you're gonna listen you know but that's uh, also part of the appeal is that they're not talking back to us yeah yeah i like, <laughs> I like when people don't talk back yes. yeah <laughs> guys must hate hecklers right we had to kick hecklers out last night they insisted they were making the show better but we're what show oh man madhouse yeah. That's Heckler 101. That's like if you had to write, like, but we're making the show better, bro. Science theatering this thing privately at our yeah. table. I had a heckler after I, I think I got her pretty well after the show. We're hanging out at the bar, and she's like, yeah, I right just now. want Boo, you to know. And she's drunk, just drunkly. She's like, I just want you to know, like, I do this to make you guys better. I went to high school with Polly Shore, so I get it. And I was like, I. I want to hit a woman for the first time in my life. <laughs> I, for the first time in my life. And her boyfriend was just like cringing at what she was saying. And it, yeah, anyway, Heckler, the mindset is just something's off. If you we, think ask, we should ask Polly Shore if she if she's the one that really made him great, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She'd have a biology class. I want to see the same fucking hecklers bring an instrument to a concert. I want to see how that works out. They'll <laughs> do it. Don't ask Throwing that. tomatoes at the at the movie screen. Oh, sorry, Damien, I didn't mean to. I brought my hurdy gurdy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready to blow the top off this thing. <laughs> 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 just 
can't handle the like pauses that after a joke that let you're letting other people laugh. Some jokes take a little bit longer before yeah. people like have the thing, and they're like, "It's been 1.5 seconds. I better save this." And just, they're not engaged. They're, yeah, they're probably yeah. like not listening, so they don't hear the joke or they don't get that the, there's a punchline there. So they need to do something. To disrupt. Listen to respond instead of listen to hear. Yeah. To, you know. But also to Jesse's point, like I think comedy does attract depressed people. Yeah. And also, like a huge percentage of comics are on the spectrum. Like that is for sure a thing. Think of yeah. Like, like, Why is that? Person outside of outside of the comedy circles, they would be like, if, if like, what do you? Oh yeah, I tell. I basically go in front of people and beg for approval. And I, and, I, yeah. and I put myself in the situation that most people would chop their fucking hand off to avoid. But I willingly walk through and say, appreciate me. Give me attention. I earned it. Come on. I need yeah. this. I love, I love that. Like, I'm, I'm just hanging out throughout my day thinking of funny thoughts to make uh, someone laugh later. It's like, oh, who's that person? I don't know. And then Strangers. when they do laugh, you say, you're all fucking terrible people. Will you guys give you me the love that I need? Bastard. <laughs> my dad moved to Colorado so you're gonna have to hug me with your laughter <laughs> I, 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 you know depression hits a lot of people but certainly you know comedy is going to uh, uh, attract a lot of mental illness you know people who are broken um, but but I mean we also just wear I teach a, a class by the way yeah, we, oh, broken I'm, people broken? <laughs> <laughs> I teach a comedy class and and which I love by the way and I love helping people this do whole stand thing's up, been a crummy commercial the first generally, you know, it, it really makes you, you see broken? the. <laughs> and if they say no, he says, "Get out!" I had a CEO show up from some big company, and she's like, "Yeah, eh, I kind of want to make some real money." And I was like, "You're, you're too was it crazy. the CEO of Twitter." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Elon, I don't know if I can make you funny, but what's, uh, what's Twitter? Like oh, did you X, mean the, the pornography? Do you mean X? Do you mean X? <laughs> X, yeah. I saw X, X, X on Twitter. my phone. And I'm like, what did I download? What the hell yeah. is think, this? Think about this. Think about this. If he was not rich, he'd be hitting open mics every single night. Mm-hmm. Dude, mm. I, I would love to see that. Uh, yeah. Before his hair plugs and everything. You, you know what? There was that kind of like chauvinistic little guy. He was like a really intelligent, like rocket scientist. He was doing comedy was here. Was he though? Wasn't oh, he? Talking about someone else. He was okay. chauvinistic as hell, and I remember he brought he'd bring his girlfriend, and she would just be like, "Oh, yeah, I forgot the guy's name, but uh, it was Seb Tawa, and he was like, because he was yes. a scientist. Oh yeah, he was on Science Faction a couple times, and he was a guest, and we enjoyed him because you know talk oh, science. Yeah. But then like like at one point, like the, the their numbers were taken off, and he made a joke, like and not even a joke, like he just kind of said offhandedly because he's just that inherently wrong, and like it, chauvinist was like basically like. The Cosby people. The Cosby people were lying. Cosby was in. Yeah. He was a Cosby truther. Oh. And I'm like, we're like, okay, we're gonna have to edit the shit out of that episode. Also, wow. we can't have him oh. back. That's, oh just, that's <laughs> we're done. We're done, Zeb. Like, like you fucking. Like, uh, if he wasn't, if he wasn't uh, serious about the beliefs, the things he was saying, then it would be like, oh, I get it. That's a kind of avenue of comedy he's going for. But he genuinely believed the chauvinistic, fucked up shit he was saying. It's like, oh, you're just lost. You're just, mm. you know, isn't that weird, Damien? From a scientist, like you would think a science yeah. or an educated person would uh, 
have they're a on track. different view of of gender and that sort of thing. Once you know, because there are people who are very enlightened who understand, like you know, like I, I got here by learning. But there are people who like say, I'm really smart. Everybody around me is dumb, and I'm I can point to this. You know, I'm I'm clearly a math guy. I see the world. Everybody else just isn't on my level, and they just can't see that uh, that the, there's a hierarchy in my mind. You know, mm. like, like they, they they don't they don't use the scientific method on their own thought process. They use it on everything else, but they're mm. it, it's a form of narcissism that comes with yeah. Because they're already confirmed genius or whatever to themselves, so they're obviously not going to question that. They've is been that like high school. Well, or they got a certificate uh, from the Church of the Subgenius. Yeah, of course. Is yeah. that like what whatever's happening with Ben Shapiro and his burning Barbie oh, dolls God. or whatever? <laughs> like that guy's weird. Legitimately intelligent, but you just what a weird hill to die on. Doesn't mean that you're. <laughs> You're free from bad ideas. Who's the guy? Mm-hmm. The guy who uh, example uh, the um, what's his name? Chris. Well, he's he's a Nobel <laughs> Prize winner. He stole the idea of, uh, of photographing DNA from uh, Roslyn Roslyn Franklin. Uh, I forgot his name, but he's a scientist. But he, up until his, the end of his life, he was like a, a super racist eugenics uh, misogynist, he, and he would always like, and you couldn't talk him out of. He's like, I won the Nobel Prize, so and like he he would never bother to talk to the experts in those fields because it would challenge him. And he, <laughs> what? so yeah, sometimes just being smart means you, you, you insulate yourself from change. You're harder to convince Well, your ability to, for logic, logic doesn't mean you come to the correct conclusion. Logic means that you come to a, with the information that you had at the time that you processed that information, a logical conclusion. And, uh, it also means that, you're a Vulcan. It, <laughs> that's right. It's logical. In most cases. Live, live long and. <laughs> And prosper. Live long and grapes. Hey, we lost Sal. Yeah. Should we do a wellness check on him? He would. Yeah. Your, your Vulcan name would be Ducal or something. Like you would. <laughs> that's the first two you'd have to. Yeah. Uh, but I did want to mention though, because I get back to the to the mental health thing that uh, if 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 you're if if you're just trying to lose weight or just trying to to, to exercise just to be healthy for mental health or or to, for physical health. Um, some advice. Yes, Damien, you're talking just to me, right? It's a big for everybody should do this. If you're spotlight on Jesse, if you're depressed, or if you're just a lot, and because we're Americans, Jesse, this is an intervention. It's we, not a real. We pop. got some big. We got some big waistlines. I just the advice I would give to everybody is join the Y. The YMCA is super cheap. It's it's a, it's the best gym. You know, it's you it's it works with your budget. You know, get the and they're they're pretty much all over. So <laughs> fun to stay there. They have all the equipment that you're going to find at a Gold's gym. Uh, or any of the other big gyms. So just get a Y membership. And you don't even need to lift it. weights. Just do the elliptical. No matter how big or, or whatever you are, it's super low impact. Do the elliptical for 15 minutes, at least 20 minutes. Work your way up and just do that for a year and just and just, just watch how slowly you, you build some confidence. You know, you'll notice legs, your muscle leg, your legs, the muscles in your legs oh. start to change. <laughs> they have always they skip leg day. Jelly. Skip leg day. <laughs> Oh, was that your you did that to get into uh, the role of Gertrude? Man, they jelly hand day. <laughs> <laughs> so, Damien, uh, I don't know if you have any uh, tips or advice or research about this. The problem that I run into as a depressed human being is I know objectively if when I'm feeling shitty, I know if I just go outside, a little fresh air will make me feel a little better. Yeah, I cannot make myself do it. I cannot fucking get myself no, that, to leave this room. It's hard though. It's you're, you you, you tend to isolate when you're depressed. Is there yeah. anything you can do, Damien, to like besides just forcing yourself? Like what 
what could you do? My dad always just said, like, people just do things that, like, reward them. Like, you were talking about the dopamine rush. Everything we do is, like, because we get some sort of response right. from it. I wonder if there is a way to sort of train yourself to, to get that from going outside. Get a dog. Ooh. Sal don't smart. potty train. That was amazing. Uh, we were all talking answer. about it. Sal's away. He just comes back. One a great answer. Fucking solution. Get a dog. Boom. Get a dog. So, like, this is my thing. Dave's a good guy, and I know he's got a good heart. So, I don't think the dog's gonna. If he ends up adopting one, you know, it's gonna have any issues. And a lot of people are like, "Oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. You're never ready. You're never ready for a dog. You're never ready if you find a cat. You're never ready." But think about this right, right now. In a box somewhere at your local humane society or whatever, there's like a pet right now that could use a loving home. Yeah, that's so going to make us less depressed thinking about that. No, 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 no. But <laughs> you, a lot. No, I you, got a dog in a box. You could go down there and change two lives. What's in the box? For the better. <laughs> right and, then, and then, Dave, I know you love taking good Instagram photos. You and a cute dog. God damn it, Sal, it's over. Sal, step oh, your game up. Gosh, yes. Step your game up. Don't adopt a dog. Adopt a baby. Ooh. That'll really <laughs> they say turn things around for you. And keep yeah. it outside so you have to go outside to take care of it. <laughs> no, you know. <laughs> He's going to have to like, I have to walk my baby. You know, can you join the Big Brother organization like a Homer Simpson, a Peppy type thing? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, kid, life just gets worse from here. <laughs> I think that's good about advice. Dave, Dave, what, if, what if, like, no joke? the French foreign legion that used to be how, like how you the writers found their stories. Like I, I didn't know what to do. And I joined the French foreign legion. And mm, <laughs> I think they'll take anybody. It. I feel like the modern version of that is joining Reddit. Actually pay for Twitter. <laughs> I, I say it to anybody because the, I've been, I, uh, the, the Navy like takes you out until you're 41. If you just, if, if life sucks, and you just need a reset button Do two years in a fucking air conditioned job. Be a cook for two years. Casey, this Ryan is where we find out that Damien's a recruiter for the military. The other day, you, Dude, the other day, like, you, want to jam, you want to get together and jam. And he's like, Hey, real quick. I know you never considered it, but the Navy's still an option. They extended. I was like, what the fuck is happening? He, he asked me how old I was. I said 40. He's like, you've got one more year. You got to hurry. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I'm, I don't know. What I'm, do you I'm know, sure. Damien? What do you know? Is Damien, something happening? Are we gonna get is, Damien? Play that clip from The Simpsons, the Evad Edniage song. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a deep cut. So, I'm the only one that They're Damien has been asked if I could go in the military, which means I'm too old and too fat. So now I'm more depressed. Thanks, Damien. It's <laughs> no invite to the Navy. I know a lot of comics, and it's like, and it's uh. Like I see guys working the same like uh, you know shitty jobs and it's just they're getting ground down by uh, like shit that doesn't and like it's kind of like I don't know it, it 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 I look at the the military as the shittiest fucking job I ever had uh, and then he recommends it to us well because I wish I joined the navy because I get the same benefits you get the same life reset button and you really it is like a life reset button that's the only reason so if you're ever depressed change your condition <laughs> you could really do whatever you want and it's like the, unfortunately in this society we only give you this the, the 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 only recruiting tool that they have that matters is like this life reset button and you know uh, low, low there's one other life reset button you might not know about if you're in the navy life you're reset cook, button you called you cheat the system as a cook you just gotta like Dave, no, no. shit. a more accessible life reset button is dmt now let me tell you guys a little bit <laughs> Hey, I'm down. I'm down. I to learn, Joe. recommend on, Dungeons Rogan. and yeah. Dragons. <laughs> 
So we need a hyperbolic chamber first, or how does that work? Yeah. Have to... <laughs> well, we got to beat the Saiyans. So yeah. Is that like a, just a really exaggerated chamber? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the best chamber in the world. You guys watch Dragon Never Ball seen Z? a better chamber than this. <laughs> yeah, that was the wrong word, wasn't it? That was a totally wrong chamber. Okay. It's hyperbaric, isn't it? I don't yeah. know. Dragon Ball Z is the high pressure, right? Where it's like Change it. gravity. It's, it's, it's full of like hyperbole in here. <laughs> the hyperbole chamber is fun. <laughs> this is a sugary chamber. <laughs> it's messing with my glycemia. Well, hyper hyperbaric would mean uh, like like you had the bends, like you were. <laughs> so they got to put you in this tube. Oh God! <laughs> Sometimes I just say words. Um, but it, other things that Joe Rogan does may be helpful. Elk meat. Start a podcast. Start the most popular podcast in the world. That might be <laughs> you, helpful. You just started it that way. That's what's crazy. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe that's our. We, we need to appeal to the Joe Rogan audience. Yeah, bro. If you thought about. Like if you get your depression a rear naked choke, bro, it, it ain't gonna be able to get out. Nothing gets out of a rear naked, bro. Uh, Nothing gets out of rear naked. Also, uh, have you tried horse pills? That might <laughs> if you think regular antidepressants. Wait, wait, wait. Are those work? pills the horse, horse pills. are those pills made of horse? Both. There's two different things. Both. Aw. Next you got said that horses get depressed. <laughs> Nay. <laughs> there I go. So I'll quick change it back onto a sad horse. I oh, got another uh, another thing. Idea is that I I don't know about you guys, but I always start to wallow in my own stuff when I'm bored and don't have enough activities going on. If like I don't schedule enough or I don't have a job or whatever, you know, that's when I start to sink in those ruts more. So I feel like actually like forcing yourself scheduling those things, even like uh, book comedy shows, which I like hate booking things, but like make, putting stuff on the books where you have to go out of the house yeah. and do them, you know, is helpful. Uh, I also had one other idea is um, a novel idea, helping others, right? Uh, like, so you're feeling low, but you go volunteer or go work with other people that are actually like have really um, significant life problems that they need help with. And I think in helping them, it makes you feel better too. The quantum leap uh, uh, principle of psychology. Yes. You in order to leap and mm -hmm. cure your depression, you have mm. to. So the only way it. to leap home. <laughs> what, are you telling me I I could live my life on one of my favorite shows growing up, and I was right uh, there in front caveats. of you the whole time? Don't forget the final episode of that said he never made it home. So <laughs> yeah. oh, that's the like counterpoint. What, what happened to Clint? Oh, he uh, he dressed as a woman and pretended to be her for a week, <laughs> and it really like ruined her life and his life too. He's in jail now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> the show said he never made it home, but that's BS because home is where the heart is, right? And meaning he had no heart. Yeah, all that right. shit was all that was bullshit. He had heart he was never into it. I mean, like <laughs> if this was like if, if if like one quantum leap episode was directed by Seinfeld as opposed to like a like like Larry David directed the episode. There, he nothing would be resolved. It would be resolved so much worse, and he wouldn't get to jump. His portal would be closed, and he'd be stuck as George Costanzo forever. <laughs> oh, that would be great! Somebody should write that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wait! I just realized Quantum Leap was really just about a homeless guy. I'm sorry, unhoused. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, Kramer that was a guy just with multiple in. personalities. 
<laughs> I'm just imagining Kramer Bolton. Something's up with George. He's been acting different. I know it. I know it. I think. I think he got Scott Bakula, and he didn't get Scott Bakula. And meanwhile, he got Scott Bakula. He didn't get Scott Bakula. Yeah, there you go. Oh, these Bakulas! I think he did, Jerry. I think he did. My bean. More like Aunt Bakula. Me and Newman were talking. Newman. Barry. Newman. 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 I like meeting people that hate Seinfeld. Like my friend Bajan hates Seinfeld, and I, I'm like, I'm. I, I asked him like why, and he's like, Where's the boo sound. He just never watched it, so he's just like, <laughs> he hates it because he doesn't get the references. <laughs> I so, yeah. like, I don't understand the references, and I, it's too late yeah. for me to ask now. Uh, it's like when people tell you you got to go see a movie enough times, you start to just resent it, you know? Yeah, I've never like, seen Titanic. Yeah. What's well, your episode that you recommend? Mine is the one where George uh, takes his in-laws to the Hamptons. <laughs> even, oh, yeah. where he's explaining the house to him, even though yeah, the house doesn't exist, good. and they're calling him on his lie. And he, uh, that, yeah, that, to me, that was peak. That was uh, a, a masterclass. <laughs> oh, dude, that was yeah. Casey Anthony before Casey Anthony. Remember when <laughs> she was trying to take the cops to where she worked? Oh my gosh! I like the. Do you remember the like weird Tarantino-y, like told backwards, um, uh, memento-y a- episode with Seinfeld where it was like they were going to a wedding in India and they kind of told it in reverse and like George met some girl, but when he met her, he was wearing like Timberland boots, so he was like three or four inches taller than he really is. So now he always has to wear those boots around her. So then he's like going to a wedding and he like spray paints the boots black. And so are you wearing Timberlands at this wedding? Uh, that's one of my favorites. I just love that episode. I'll sweat it. Off, off the top of my head, I'd say Chinese restaurant. I fucking love that. Oh, I love that one. Like, yeah. Cartwright. Cartwright. <laughs> he said Cartwright. Who's Cartwright? I am. Yeah. You're not Cartwright. I know. <laughs> yeah, Costanza. Did you have a uh, reservation for Costanza? Yes. I call Cot, right? No one come. <laughs> yeah, I would move on. Like, <laughs> oh, his girlfriend called. He's like, she asked, I say a name. She said curse word and hang up. She said curse word and hang up. <laughs> oh, good shit. Fucking love it. What's the most, um, like, can you guys pinpoint, like, when you feel the best? Like, is there a... So any any time or anything that you do, I, I like for example, for me, before I go do stand up, I feel really anxious, like I want to quit and I oh, never yeah. want to do it. And then after, if it goes well, that is the best I feel all day and probably all week is like that drive home or that like hang at, right after the comedy show where you're right. like, oh, I did something, I made people laugh and I feel pretty good about it. That is like the best I ever feel. That is good. Yeah, or everything Disneyland. leading up to it, better just. Everything, Everything leading up to it is yeah. terrible. The but anxiety after, is, yeah. I didn't know you dread. felt it too. I get oh, insane dread. Day. I'm like, oh, it'd oh, yeah. be easier to just jump out of like a window. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Right? Can I Every time. Because then, then it'd be over. Because I don't know what that is either. Because it's like you want it to be good, but at the same time, the audience never follows you out if you bomb. They never oh, see they you never in another show. You. That's rough. They never see you at another show and go like, hey, you were there last week. You ate shit. I'm going to be here right now waiting for you to eat more shit. That's never happened. You know, it's like, and then, of course, it always feels amazing going up. Clint knows there's been so many times where he's like, you want to go up, go up, go up, go up. And I'm like dragging my feet and I get up there. and I'm like, man, that was fucking awesome. He's like, yeah, I know. 
Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. yeah. You're legitimately yeah. funny. Yeah, you're very funny. Your damage is our gain, Sal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dad was interesting. I've never done the meds and stuff, but to me, like the best antidepressant is that is is stand up. Where afterwards, I just feel like a million bucks for about and, and an hour. The, the second thing I think is the hang, being <laughs> the able hang. to see everyone, the regulars, the people mm. you know. Like I was oh, anxious yeah. about coming back, and then immediately I was like, oh, I recognize so many faces, and the new faces are funny too. Like, yeah, awesome. that's some of that like, social and grapes too. Is like that can being connected to other people yeah. and the community that we have in, in in comedy. You know, that hang is the best part. Outside of comedy, uh, the my. That when I feel the best, it's not when I've accomplished something. It's when I'm doing something, mm, uh, actively doing something. And and uh, the more of like a puzzle it is, the more engaged my brain is on the activity. Mm. The better I feel. Um, Cut to Clint but, playing with the Hellraiser box, yes. trying to get the <laughs> limits. <laughs> I'll get you. <laughs> I think that really goes back to, to, to that point. On camera for some reason, but how did you? Yeah. Know? <laughs> I, I think you can like when you're too busy to be depressed. It, it, that is like a real thing. Yeah, you yeah, like yeah. you're so busy. Or like, have you ever had this happen? You're in the car, uh, crying or about to cry, and you're driving, <laughs> and then you almost get hit in an accident, and you're like, "Oh my god, I have to live again!" It's like, <laughs> yeah. and, it wakes you up and the depression goes away, yeah. and everything is like, "Oh my god!" That adrenaline like hits you. My reaction is like, "Oh no, man, that was I, almost my ticket out of here." Damn, I, was, I missed oh, it. Uh, Stupid boss, you missed me again. For people, I do drive around looking for people that are like about to cry, and then I like swerve at them. And <laughs> You're a road therapist. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Jesse, so this is interesting for me. Like like I said, when I'm in my room and I have all this shit to do and I just can't make myself focus on a thing, pick a project. Yeah. When I, like if I had to drive to work, if I have to drive to an appointment, something, once I'm in my, my car driving, especially if it's a nice sunny day, all the gears start clicking in my head. I start getting ideas for projects, start getting motivated. I start yeah. thinking, like if I'm in my car driving, that is like, it mm. releases something in my brain. But I can't just be going for a drive. I have to be going somewhere. I can't you just get my have car a destination. And go for a drive. I have because to, it's too yeah. expensive. Like I swear to God, if I had like a team of interns that I could drive around in the back seat with me and just yell ideas at them, and they could start making shit happen, like that would work for me. You need the Kramer's Kramer's intern. <laughs> a protege. You have your own. Like again, we're back to Seinfeld. You have a protege. Yeah. Or three. <laughs> yeah. Here's an idea: ketchup and mustard in the same jar. <laughs> All right, so we have a Dave Callens. So what's your pitch? Well, I don't have a pitch yet, but if you give me interns and let them drive around in a car with me, that my pitch is to get a pitch. <laughs> and I'll get you so many pitches, baby. You want pitches? Oh, these this interns are gonna type up so I'm many. Pitching pitches. you a pitch machine, and that pitch machine is me with interns in the back of my car. Yeah, I, I've seen Dave Shark Tank. Play. Yeah, I've seen that episode. I would, I would say she was Dave in the best light. No. <laughs> that's an interesting one though dave that you're driving if you're driving to a thing like if you're actively moving and it's you have a destination and a goal that it, that it seems to help you know yeah. like i'll walk the pier i don't really have a destination as much as like i'm gonna walk all the way to the end and walk back but that's when i like come up with the most jokes is like and i don't know about you guys but like for me it seems water connected it's either water or 
movement in water, but like if I'm walking over the water or I'm taking a shower or I'm washing dishes, doing something physical while my brain is like elsewhere and water is involved, all the creativity comes. I don't know why. All right, listen, I'm about to step your game up in joke writing. writing. Let's waterboard you. <laughs> You'll come up with the best. Bit. I got new jokes. I got new jokes. In the back like of a, a car gun. that Dave is driving around. <laughs> Next time I'm struggling on stage, I'm just going to reach for a glass of water and pour it on myself. <laughs> Am I better? Am I better? better. Jesse, Jesse, I need this little pregame ritual where I wet a rag. Put it over my face and then just start pouring water on top of that. Room. <laughs> and, and then, then I just do oh, crowd God. work for an amazing nine minutes. <laughs> so everybody out there, a good cure to depression is drowning yourself. <laughs> or almost getting hit by a car. Yeah, no, that really works. <laughs> it really works. Again, you're welcome. It's like shock therapy, you know? Like, oh my God. I'll probably live, but like, Getting hit by a car makes that living significantly worse <laughs> for so many reasons. So That's I guess I'm true. grateful that I wasn't hit by a car today. That's how low the fucking bar is. I don't know. Yeah. See, it's like you're in the hospital a couple weeks of bed rest. No responsibility is kind of nice. Get that R for relaxation. This is how people get yeah. lunch houses. I got attention. People pretended to care that I was hurt. <laughs> Uh, yeah. attention. That's some sweet, sweet currency, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Jesse, we should come up with an, an acronym of our own to promote the yeah. podcast instead of grapes. Like, we should come up with an acronym for like Gertrude or something like that. Um, you guys just need Gertrude in your life. And then we'll come up yeah, we got some dudes. <laughs> <laughs> just like meth, jelly hands, <laughs> cigarettes, bugs, uh, right? Locusts, whatever her bug thing is. Oh, another yeah. thing I find that because uh, I've been depressed a few times in my life. One thing that's always changed it was changing my environment. There it is, changing the environment. Like move, like like either like move some way. Uh, clean. Yeah, clean. You say clean. Uh, yeah, like if you're if you're huh. if, if, if you having uh, yeah, that that's yeah. something that feels rewarding. Is uh, I'm not even a clean yeah. freak, but if my living room just stops looking like shit because I did it, <clears> I feel accomplishment for that. Mm -hmm. my, my therapist yeah. was just saying just do one thing instead of uh, a lot of yeah. I don't know how you think but I tend to overwhelm myself with I gotta do this and then they do that and then do that la, 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 and it just like like it's like Scrooge McDuck's money pile of oh, thought yeah. yeah oh yeah we'll just do yeah, the one starting thing doing stuff if you, you can't do all of the stuff and yeah, how do you decide which stuff to start with oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, and it's I'm all layered that. on itself yeah yeah the, the, Dave you were well, that's it that's a that's the decision paralysis overwhelming like amount of tasks and things you need to do like i, I heard from someone also like do something to go tell yourself i'm just going to do this like for five minutes and then you like what will happen is you'll end up yeah. usually finishing the task you'll be like i'm just going to do well and let me just get so upset with yourself for lying to yourself yeah and it's <laughs> like i said five minutes what i can't believe i did it all yeah well one of the things like like sal like you're saying just do one thing like that's and and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. Like, that's one thing that fucks me up. Cause in my head, like that's part of the reason I rarely have breakfast is cause in my head, it's not just making eggs. It's like, I'm going to dirty yeah. a pan and a cup. I mix the eggs in and the spatula and a fork and I have to clean these four things. And it, it just like, my brain just sees all the little pieces of it, mm -hmm. which just makes me like, fuck, I'm not gonna do all that. But you For know what's funny though? Like blow torch and just heat the egg directly. <laughs> boom. No mess. We, we get, but while you're doing it, though, all those all those steps, like you actually forget about being sad because you're busy. You know? Yeah. Eh, do you though? 
Or you, you look at that knife a little longer, Dave. <laughs> uh, we need to get Dave. You should invest I, in like uh, what, like the eggs that astronauts eat, like something from a tube, like the, so. It's you, yeah. you get your eggy goodness, but you just throw away this metallic tube when you're done. You know, you know what else? Nothing cures depression better than sucking down tubes of eggs. <laughs> uh, sometimes I get into meal prepping, and that's actually you do the cleaning once because you're prepping a decent amount. You can refrigerate oh, yeah. it or freezer bag it, and then later when you're hungry, you stick it in your your little conventional oven, air fryer, or microwave. Once we sign off, I'm gonna make 30 days worth of eggs. Why not? In tubes, all in the individual tubes. <laughs> well, oh, that'd be great. Mix them with mayo. I, I know. Yeah, you I tube them myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new. Don't they have like go, they have gogurt? They have like uh, yo, like uh, applesauce on the go now. Egg go mayonnaise tubes. Yeah, go go <laughs> Omelette to go. Cypher Carl Rue, uh, yeah, first, egg time, go. first time commenter, uh, said, what did I stumble into? LOL. Still here, though. So he's enjoying oh, uh, it. Oh, God. God. We normally roll some dice, but uh, we're, hopefully we're, that, we're... You guys, that mortifying feeling that, that someone is listening to all of this. I know. I didn't realize. <laughs> I Dude, forgot all about that. Like three minutes ago, I was we dying laughing just looking at the whole thing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, who would look at this visually and take any of our words for anything? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it right? was a floating head like Oz for a second. Like, <laughs> I, I got a lot of computer hacking stuff behind me. <laughs> what's, his, what's his name? Uh, I, I missed it. Who, what's his name? Yeah. Who stumbled in? Did he see Void Clint? Uh, <laughs> I know who it was, Jesse. We're going to stumble right out. Void Clint. <laughs> yeah, uh, people, people listen to this. In fact, I, like, again, our last mental health episode, uh, we got a lot of very positive feedback from, from it. Uh, like, uh, because they were just trying to be supporting. Suffering. <laughs> <laughs> they were just being like, hey, nice job, guys. Yeah, no, it's yeah. sort of they like watching a train cause... crash. They're like, oh, this is fascinating. <laughs> Watch this breakdown happen in real time. They're, they're picking yeah. on us like like bullies from the 1980s. Oh, look at Mr. Sad Gay. He's probably gay because he's sad. Oh. <laughs> and we're like, actually, gay means happy, so the joke's on you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's a... I've got a question. Does anyone else do this where they'll see a solution in front of them and it scares them? Because if that was the solution is it, and it's so easy, then that means you're an idiot for not arriving at that solution earlier oh absolutely yeah of course <laughs> oh really i haven't had that one i i, Sometimes I I'm, can't find the solution i don't need yeah. an LP, <laughs> it's very easy to that i'm an idiot i don't need an excuse to, <laughs> to, to believe I mean, there's, that. there's like there's a lot wrapped up in that like that's one reason i don't do stuff but bigger reasons are like like i said earlier i might finish something and not feel better for it so that would suck but then also especially if it's like something creative like a drawing or something i want to write it might not come out as good as I wanted it to. Yeah. And I'd be like, well, that was a fucking waste of time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those are all things that, that stop me. I fall into that stuff. trap a lot too, is the waste of time trap. Whereas if I don't do that thing that might not turn out with a beneficial like thing, I'm definitely wasting my time. I'm like, if I don't <laughs> try to apply myself and maybe waste my time. The alternative is a definite waste of time. And it feels right. weird that I, I, I'm okay with that definite waste of time. I'm like letting myself in, like Dude, letting Clint, go into it. My yeah. paradox is that say I have like a dozen projects I want to get into. If I start one of them, 
I'm ignoring the other 11. Never mind, I'm ignoring all of them right now. Yeah, right, the floating head. It makes no I, sense. Like taking but that's you how my brain works. And then I just saw you this floating head talking to me, uh, and it, I lost it for a second. So can you please say that again? Futurama thing. <laughs> <laughs> it got you I have 11 projects. One of them is finding my body. <laughs> I, I like. I went into my head thinking about something. And I look back at you and I'm like, Jesus, Dave, what's going on? Like, yeah. <laughs> You've been like that, but uh, it took me out for. The reason I can't get things did. done is I have no arms and legs. I'm just a floating head, yeah. so it's really hard to accomplish things. It's that two dollar shirt. It's Armor just uh, see through. <laughs> such thin material. Yeah, that's, that's actually why it's so cheap. It's great product otherwise, but it doesn't discord well. That's why they <laughs> have the shirts. This was my audition tape to play Modoc in the last game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, you had a great audition, but how are you going to beat Pat Nozzle? He has name recognition. You can't. Um, oh. I, I don't know how. So I, everybody, everybody's a worrier, basically, it sounds like. Everybody's a worrier. Yeah, yeah I think that's just part of it. Part I, mean, of anxiety. That's, that's, I think that's part of the human condition is worrying. That's true. We're also we're designed. Here's the thing I. I um, you like NPR and Hidden Brain and stuff like that. Uh, I can't remember which which one of those shows. It might not have been Hidden Brain, but they were talking about oh, Jerry, um, actually how um, feet where our brains are designed <laughs> to be in a dangerous environment, and we're always looking for something to fear. Mm. And when we don't have something like a uh, possible predator or this or that or Fox in, News, not enough resources or Fox News, or, you know, CNN, we're, we're looking for we're <laughs> looking for something to fear, and so our brains are get spun up on like little things or different things, and uh, it's just part of the human condition that we're kind of stuck with is mm. is expecting a danger that isn't quite That's there anymore. And we haven't adjusted as a species to the fact that stuff is way, 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 way safer than it used to be. That's a good point. I was, I was telling Damien, I think I was watching one of those like Fantastic Beasts, you know, Harry Potter spinoff movies. And the character was like, uh, one of the characters like, don't, aren't you, don't you worry? Aren't you worried about that? And it's like, no, why? Because uh, I don't like to suffer twice, he said. And mm -hmm. I thought, wow, that's amazing. I, I know we all suffer multiple times because of this worry, you know? It's not even a real materialized issue or threat yet, and we're worried about it. Yeah. I don't know how we stop doing that. What do you think, Damien? How do we not worry? Ludes. Ludes, baby. Zanny bars. I will say there was one thing, though. I, it's cheating, and I don't know that I, it's kind of a resource, but uh, I've always been. Um, I, I, um, my, my sister has kids, I'm an uncle. And uh, but I've uh, congratulations. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I did a lot. I, 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 but I really take the role of being the cool uncle seriously. I think it's because I grew up without a dad, and I didn't have it. And, and like these kids had the same thing. And like I know how much it would have meant to me if like an uncle or somebody had like you know tried to fill that role. So I've always tried to do that. And the benefit nice. that has been to me though, depression wise, is that we're talking about things that cure depression. Like if I have those those two, and and they're because they're and they're loud and a pain in the ass, like me, they have like, yeah. whatever like neglect gene that I have. So like like they're like they're they're a real pain in the ass, but they're like a two teenage girls. So they're really high energy. Uh, one of they uh, one of them had the is the type of person who was in, on a DC trip, standing next to their principal in an elevator. Said, "Did you fart?" I'm like, what? <laughs> 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 you can be the kid with the 4.0 or the kid who accuses the principal of farting. You don't get to be both. You can be both. <laughs> 
Wow. That's amazing. But that they ha- that has been something like when they they'll come over and I like I'll be like I can't even get out of bed. I'm like I'm in the height of my depressive period. But for some reason, them being an uncle, uh, yeah, I guess not having the responsibility of being a parent, but like mm. just being the fun uncle. Like, hey, you guys want to watch a Tarantino or something? You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about Kill Bills. It's a strong female Watch protagonist slicing her way through the fucking crazy 88s. <laughs> That's so, great. <laughs> um, and like that has been. I There's mean, definitely something to that, and I think that that ties into. Yeah. Go ahead. No, that, that ties into what Jesse was saying about scheduling stuff, and and it's sort of like an external responsibility. Mm. Like we can't take care of ourselves, but we can step up to like help someone else out. Right. Or the dog or that Sal was saying, that you know, yeah, yeah. taking care of someone, some other living being that needs your help, you know, requires you to like th- think about them as more than your own problem. I think that's some of it is that we start to focus on our worries more because we have less to do, you know, and then the more we have to do and the more responsibilities we have, we're too, we're too busy to, to wallow. You know, find find yourself uh, your whatever your niece is. I guess that's that's been the best surefire. <laughs> uh-huh. like, that like, sounds I'm, problematic. Find your niece. Uh, Be a good daddy like to your day. That didn't sound. I don't like that statement. <laughs> not a not a niece. Listen, find your niece. Storm your own capital. Find the capital you need to storm. <laughs> Be the insurrection you want to see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're helping anyone at this point. <laughs> you, 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 we might we shit on Trump, but like he provided a lot of hope to people. <laughs> like he, he made a lot of dumb people not feel, think they were dumb, and like that, yeah. there's a price. Good he was terrific for mental health. <laughs> he did destroy a lot of families. So I don't know. I don't know how much. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, just I like could, a few thousand, hundred. I could, I could uh, deal with never and hearing that name again. You won't. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I, I know. I would, you know, just he's like Mr. Burns. You know, it's just yeah. He's just he'll live for, It's like an evil that will live forever. Except like he, we have to cut this out in case we have some fans that don't like what I'm saying. They, they, are you kidding? That this no, we don't want those fans. I, I, this I have been. Bernie Sanders has been on this podcast. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> Actual Bernie Sanders, by the way. He played Gertrude one episode. Yeah. I exercise bad hygiene. I have some sort of, of, of marmalade hand, I believe. <laughs> you thought that was Jordan Coburn. It was. I'm <laughs> kind of marble. Incense, the incense in the butt. You thought Jordan Coburn came with up with that? No, that was Bernie Sanders. It was Bernie. Apparently, I'm some sort of hussy. It says here my character sheet. Hussy. <laughs> I hope and pray that Bernie Sanders has never used the word hussy. <laughs> my language sometimes does get colorful. Uh, but I put some cinnamon in my oatmeal. It really fills up the blood. He's definitely said tart. <laughs> he's a, he's a With the hard tea. Yeah. I like just picturing him saying mittens. I need to buy new mittens. Or photo op mittens. Uh, Mr. A- uh, Annihilatrix says these guys are funny oh God, as hell. There's more people listening, listening to their podcast since 2020. 
Oh, Thank thanks you. for listening. Whoa. That's right. Which podcast are you talking about? Jesus. I, think I assume he's talking about Awful Neutral, and I think oh, I what he was saying is The Adventure like, Zone he was referring to. <laughs> our stream? I'm oh, sorry, wrong stream. Whoops, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> we crossed the, the streams. You're not supposed to do that. Or, or is his comment, is his comment oh, he, these guys are hilarious. I've been listening to 2020, but now they're not. They've decided to go <laughs> I was going to say, the subtext of the comment was, I've been watching these guys mentally break down for three years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, COVID took a real toll. <laughs> <laughs> unintentionally kind of a chronicling of human sadness <laughs> in isolation. Remember I had hair before the pandemic? <laughs> yeah. That's I was Clint's thin. My favorite. That's what we're blaming. For that. <laughs> I had a fuller colon. We were all more effects. people. You did. You lost your colon. I lost my hair. Same. Pretty much the same. Dave had the will to live before COVID. It was great. I had a body. Yeah. <laughs> Physical form. It wasn't a floated noggin. I actually, uh, the devil came to me. Would you rather lose your hair or your whole body? And uh, we went different routes, Clint and I. You know? <laughs> uh, How'd you like a hat full of chili? <laughs> only because I know you're covered in tattoos. I just love the idea that your body's going to a different dimension, and then when you like take off your shirt after the podcast, you're like, "What the fuck? What the fuck are these?" He's just covered in artwork. <laughs> New time. I'm in some sort of memento-like situation where I tattooed yeah. my body for my. What memento- happened to me in that other dimension? I, I, have, a I have a question for Damien. Uh, do your tattoos cheer you up when you look at them? Because they do that for me. When I look at Damien's, the other day, <laughs> I'm looking at his arm and the tattoo of Leonard Nimoy. I couldn't stop laughing. It was Put your so, hand behind it. He's got this tattoo. <laughs> oh, there, Homer in a moo moo. That was when Homer's trying to gain weight. And there's <laughs> Leonard Nimoy and Krusty the Clown. No, the world needs laughter. To me, that would probably cheer me up every time I looked at it. I, um, I my my wife got me a gift. I, I I've been tattooless my whole life. I've been uh, I've been clean until like two wow. years ago. And then uh, my wife one day was like, uh, "You've always talked about getting a Simpsons tattoo. It's always been on your bucket list. You talked your big game, and you, you've even planned it out." Because like I, I remembered in high school, somebody got a um, Deftones tattoo. And I was like, that's the stupidest shit in the fucking world. I will never, you got to definitely, you're going to regret that in three years. You're in high school. Oh. Our favorite bands have changed three times this year alone. That person me? now, Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, like, I have to be sure if I'm getting a tattoo. There's a lot of trends. And then like one point I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm The Simpsons was pivotal in, in, in me, the person. Uh, I'm never going to regret watching The Simpsons. I hope The Simpsons doesn't Harvey Weinstein itself at some point. Oh my I'm, God. I'm I'm <laughs> I think you need a super meta one, though. You should have Starland Vocal Band as a tattoo. Remember, because there's that episode where Homer's like, I, I you know, I, I got a tattoo. This band's going to be cool forever. Starland right? Vocal Band, they suck. Starland Vocal Band, they suck. <laughs> it was like... That would be me. I would. I would have a freaking. If I had ever got a tattoo, it'd be like Cypress Hill. <laughs> I feel like Damien. Just to tie those stories together, you should get uh, Chino Moreno, lead singer of Deftones, in the Simpsons style. <laughs> get that yeah. tattoo. Just to alienate. Just to validate some asshole that wasn't even a friend in high school, <laughs> like some guy who just. Exactly. Who I just were ridiculed for being an idiot. <laughs> That's, That's my ultimate inside joke. <laughs> 
At least you could have gotten oh, the no. pony. You could have gotten the Deftones pony. Like at least that's like a picture. So how does a uh, how does Lauren, your partner, feel about you having a bunch of faces on your body <laughs> well, when you're like laying and getting carnal with each other? Because I personally, I've dated two women that had uh, memorial tattoos, and then just seeing like her father stare back at you over her shoulder. <laughs> it's just like, I was like, Oh yeah, that's what I'm I so, like. I'm sorry, yeah. sir. I'm sorry, sir. I'm not, I don't even love I, I, He knows I don't love her. You know, he's looking back at me. He knows I don't love his daughter. I'm just here for the good time. First question is why, luckily, why did luckily you get your father as a tramp stand? No, <laughs> no. Uh, whatever this is. This people getting their last yeah. name on them and you know, people people <laughs> getting family members and everything I, I never understood that that's that, that's that's crazy there's a lot of ways you could memorialize somebody i don't know I, so I the guy with leonard luckily for lauren, <laughs> lauren homer and amumu is her thing. Dynamo. You're her rule 34 dream. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one, the crusty and Leonard Nimoy, she has two successful Jewish actors and comedian, <laughs> a comedian, <laughs> comedy legend, and, uh, and a sci-fi legend looking at her. Every night's a threesome. <laughs> hey, Lauren, I the crusty voice. <laughs> the sexual ballet. <laughs> <laughs> sexual ballet. Oh, that's great. I just want to come up with new. I want to come up with new tattoos for you, just to keep. Like, I want you to be completely covered in sleep. Like, so here's one I've got. Is Canyonero. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he, Give a uh, Mr. Plow tattoo around your crotch. Ooh, Mr. Plow, <laughs> right over fans, your wiener. Fans of the Simpsons, I am looking to cover this because, like, like once you start, I'm like, okay, I have a huge, like, as Sal called it, boss hog tattoo on my arm. I went from being like a guy who never had tattoos. I just showed Sal. He was like, dude, you you got like the most hog tattoo. <laughs> I remember him saying that. And so I, I ended up getting the other one because uh, just to, I'm like, I'm just going to have a funny slave. So if you have any funny Simpsons tattoo ideas, Ooh. I'll take Ooh. it. So, Damien, you nice. you have to get one of Poochie. Removed. Classic Simpsons character. Being Poochie. removed. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, Half of a on the table. Oh, Mr. Spockero. Yes, Mr. I love Spockero. Mr. Spockero. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm getting a, a, a man get his uh, football in the crotch. I'm going to get man getting hit with football oh, at some point. I would love to help. I would love any. Um, any oh, sexy Flanders is a good one with the skis. Yeah, stupid sexy out. Flanders. Stupid sexy Flanders. Yeah. I like that one. Um, if you could do something memorializing one of Phil Hartman's characters, that would be cool. Ooh. Oh, Lionel Hutz. Are these Lionel Hutz, attorney at law? Lionel Hutz. Yeah, or the or the monorail salesman or something. Yeah, yeah. that was uh, Conan, I think. Wasn't it? No, no. I think he wrote it, but I think that was oh, also. Phil oh, Hartman. oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my my personal favorite episode. Uh, you only move twice. Get Hank Scorpio. <laughs> Hank Scorpio. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did I go down to uh, what is it? <laughs> you ever see a man saying about his hammock? shoes? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Go down uh, to the hammock district. <laughs> I hope we cured everyone's depression with the, this tangent filled. Uh, so watch Seinfeld and Simpsons and you're good. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, tattoos uh, are a substitute for happiness and you can feel yeah. to cover your body, memento style. Um, yeah. You know, and, and I mean, the, like, the ultimate tattoo is if you get a tattoo of Gertrude. That's when we know. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> you have dedication. I've actually yep. said, uh, Lauren, um, like, uh, uh, Lauren did something like two weeks ago and she never does it like where she like forgot, like usually. And I have I'm not forgiven her for it. Well, well, usually I'm the one who does something stupid or like I forget something and she'll like, so she'll mock me. But like Lauren did something two weeks ago. And of course. Oh, is this pegging? Are we talking about pegging? Of course, like a stupid, forgetful asshole. I forgot when she pegged me. And so, no, I, I forgot. I forgot what it was. So now, like all the rest of my tattoo is going to be memento style. Like on this date, Lauren did this. Like they're going to be spite tattoos. That's how you never forget. I never forget anymore. <laughs> what does the sweater mean? It means her mother gifted me a sweater and it was too tight, but I can't return it because I'm being grateful. You have a tattoo. It's a list of all of her friends' names. Just to get it. <laughs> BJ. That just reminded me of BJ's. Uh, Here's your goal clothes. Uh huh. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your goal weight clothes. I love that joke. <laughs> I like following him and uh, and you know being like, uh, check out this new shirt. These got this from Beach. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is so fun when you can like. Like tag team, yeah. like a premise with a buddy. Like Clint and I have fun doing that shit. <laughs> yeah, it is fun. It really yeah, is. Great. We share one. Beach and I share one. We because we can't figure out who wrote it first, but we just <laughs> so we, we just switch it off. Like whatever we're on a show, if he's going first or if I'm, it doesn't matter who's going first. But we're back to back. Whoever's second will go up there and go. Uh, yeah, I know what you're thinking. Yeah, these comics just keep getting fatter. And then I'll be like, we'll say, we're like a, the Russian nesting doll of comedy. Just one comic eats the premium. And then at the end, I pull my head off, and then they all pop out, and we eat cake. And, uh, and it doesn't matter who does it. It just works both ways. So. That's awesome. And then you roll into chicken gone. <laughs> uh, damn we're just going inside joke explaining joke yeah. inside joke i'm i'm uh, upset because I, I normally rail against inside jokes and i committed a cardinal sin right there so. yeah <laughs> no i love it for the patreon i tricked you i tricked you into admitting that <laughs> inside joke gone <laughs> okay so here it is <laughs> So, Just kidding. Uh, I think uh, anybody else have any final words on uh, not just we focused a lot on depression because I think that's a pretty common focused thread. a lot on Seinfeld too. Anybody yeah, else right. wants to... I think we solved all of everybody all cured. Everyone's cured now, right? The world. I think the world yeah. is cured. We did it, guys. Good uh, job. I, keep, I, know, I, I feel a lot better. I feel, you know, we asked uh, what makes us feel good. What makes me feel good is that we just cured mental illness. That, that makes me feel pretty good. Accomplishment, part of grapes. Yeah, and after this, feel good is I'm going to go out and I'm going to get a Gertrude's tramp stamp, and I'm going to feel even better. So <laughs> it's going to be good. Which I think it's just nice to hear uh, a lot of you guys share my my pain in a way or issues. <laughs> uh, it's nice to know that you guys suffer along with me. Yeah. No, but it's actually kind of nice to know that, like, oh, I have those very same thoughts and. Uh, it sucks that we're to go both going through that, or the three of us, or four of us, whoever else is also experienced. But it's also comforting to know, it's like, okay, it's not wholly unique, and there is a way to go through it. And also, someone that I would assume doesn't have depression in the same manner I do is experiencing the same symptoms. So that oh, exactly. shows that, like, it's like each each yeah. podcaster is more depressed than previous. It's like a Russian nesting doll. It's like, like, <laughs> and at the end, we don't pop out. I pop my head up at the end, and we put Xanax in there. <laughs> Uh, so this podcast is brought to you by uh, BetterHelp. 
no, but definitely like don't listen to us and consider getting professional help. And it's not for those who have never gone well, this is and are overwhelmed anyone. or whatever. It's an assessment. Your first visit is usually an assessment. You don't have to dump and tell them your whole story. That comes with time. Yeah. Just do the assessment and see if you feel it out and like it. Not just BetterHelp, a real one. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not that I, they're not I, real. But, BetterHelp, you know, BetterHelp was good because it's like you don't even have to leave your house. If you have trouble leaving the house, Dave, like you Zoom it. And the therapist, like you just, you just, you're in your living room or wherever you are. Yeah. And you just, you know, so I, th I think we actually got the therapist Great. right here. Put her on. Yeah. <laughs> it's Sarah Lee. You can Zoom with a therapist and then do Zoomies with your brand new puppy. One, and then one zoom thing on Xanax. that That's really right. has helped me with depression, uh, and it's something I have to remember every time I fall into depression, is um, not falling into the trap of, of being depressed that I'm depressed. Uh, when I yeah. catch myself that, that I'm in a depressed mode, taking that moment to be like, it's okay. That yeah. I'm depressed. Instead of being like, oh, man, I'm depressed again. Man, I'm such a depressed idiot. Damn it. Why am I depressed? That's mm. depressing that I'm depressed. You know, instead of falling into that cycle, letting it go and being yeah, well, letting yourself be okay with the fact that you're you're not 100% and that, you know. I like that. What about reminding yourself that you've been through this a number of times and come out the other side okay? You know, mm -hmm. like Anna reminded yeah. me that about comedy once where i was like god i'm so anxious and she's like just remind yourself you've done this a million times you're gonna be fine and it's like oh yeah you know I what <laughs> I, I heard that recently not from a therapist but from a listener of the podcast chance uh who i play uh so think about whenever you're having an existing moment of like oh my god the dread of whatever right and think about how you felt that exact feeling most likely over something else you've gotten over and something yeah. else before that you gotten over and something else. It, it, it is, it is there, it is present, but the you will get over that it. That feeling never goes away. <laughs> <laughs> get used to it and learn to like it. Eat your vegetables. Um, but no, you, you, you definitely can look at it and be like, oh yeah, that's right. I have felt this sense of like overwhelming dread and like self-defeated and it's not going to get done. And guess what? It gets done. Yeah, I figure it, it out didn't beat me or, or not or you know, yeah. i'm gonna get through it just remind yourself of that totally i like that yeah good guy good advice that is good advice man shout out to toast chance, chance the dragon shout out to chance peace sorry for abbreviation on the niz name <laughs> <laughs> i like how you abbreviate other things so you have enough extra syllables to add to yeah. the name that's niz, true you know? it's all about syllable allocation that's the game yeah. <laughs> totally. can't say your whole niz name chance but uh niz name gets that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i just uh, like duration. confuse people with weird <laughs> Wizard communication. People comment on that more than my jokes, by the way. That after a show, they'll be like, I like when you said relish. Oh, dude. <laughs> it's not a joke. It's an art. Yeah. Not everybody chooses the right word yeah. to, to, yeah. right. to not That's, say all of. <laughs> thanks for the compliment on my laziness. <laughs> Just didn't finish my word. Dude, every time I come up, come up with one of those on my own, I want to text you. You should. <laughs> I want to be like, oh, dude, I had one. I saw one on a movie. Have you heard this one? Yeah. Bob Bob Hansen started doing it, and he'll he'll be like, yeah, I got to do the socialist. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, rocking the launch when he's doing laundry. You know? Oh, that's great. The launch. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, we should just all do a night of stand-up where that's we all do that. The whole, yeah. Everybody's act is just shortening. We don't finish anywhere. We're about done with the episode, sure, yeah. but, but uh, I, I will mm. continue to bullshit after we're done recording. But uh, I did want to close on this one thing. Uh, it's kind of like the cheat code that does work. Drugs. Drugs work really well. Hallucinogens, mushrooms, <laughs> only temporarily, at least for depression. They're not prescription drugs. You're saying dr- street oh, drugs. Oh, no. We're talking go to the coolest motherfucker you know and say <laughs> the real drugs and, and ketamine. Ketamine, there's there's been a, a lot of studies that say ketamine, um, uh, even after mm. one use, can oh. have a significant effect on depression. Isn't that like a fish tranquilizer? Damn. What is that? Stuff? Horse. <laughs> horse tranquilizer. Horse. I'm not putting Joe Rogan, baby. But a sexy animal like a horse? Back to to horse pills. And remember, none of us are doctors, but we've been to one. Yeah, this all came full circle to Rogan. I actually just slept in a Holiday Inn last night. (laughs) (laughs) I was so high on horse pills, I didn't remember checking in. Where am I? This is a Holiday Inn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't remember checking. I just woke up this morning at all. So do your drugs, your have your ivermectin, have your horse paste, and uh, we're going to close out. Uh, uh, Salvador Viesca, anything you want to plug? Uh, I have an eBay store, just listed, dude. If you want to buy some stuff, uh, be doing how comedy. Find, how do I find your eBay store? It's just look up either Sly Games On or just listed, dude, and then uh, message me and say you listen to the podcast and you want a thing and I'll give you a deal. Nice and yeah, I'll just There's be doing a lot comedy, of cool, like, vintage clothes and stuff, right? On there, I get a lot of menswear. I'm starting to get into women's wear because I'm learning a, a little bit of that. I had like seven to eight years experience, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to get the, this. Hmm? He learned the word blouse the other day. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And chambray. <laughs> I've been using it a lot in sentences. What does chambray it. mean? It's that like almost denimy looking uh, fabric on shirts. So when a shirt looks like it's like a denim shirt, but it's kind of lighter, or yeah. like it's got like a sheen. You're like, that looks denim, but it's not. It's like lighter. It's like, oh, that's chambray typical. Except he says sham. Yeah. Chambrage. Got that bread. <laughs> Rocking the bray. Uh, and, oh, yeah, what? I was thinking, like, uh, like either resell or just sell. Maybe your product could be just, uh, uh, imp- like, bedazzled hats, but, like, with really cool signs. Or, like, says, like, uh, things like uh, comedy versus everyone. Like, <laughs> <God> damn it. <laughs> another inside reference and then uh, to quote Jesse my Venmo is Salvador Viesca V uh, to, I don't even know if that's my Venmo but find me <laughs> send me <laughs> Money. that'd be nice I'm broke nice. <laughs> tell me when Next. you get some cool uh, Hawaiian shirts in my size and maybe I'll eBay I, that from you uh, oh I will shh, shh, don't tell eBay I'll, I'll, I'll take him off I'll take him <laughs> off <laughs> they just, just drive them over to you. We get to hang out. Well, this isn't online or anything. I'll tell you, mate. This is a naval recruitment podcast. They heard that Sal was broke, and uh, recruiters will be showing up. <laughs> Tom Cruise from Top Gun will show up at your door. Guys, a Harrier just landed in my street. I got to go check it out. <laughs> they heard you're not 41 yet. Yeah, you, you drank 100 surge points or something or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I got you the Pepsi challenge for the Harrier. <laughs> wow, uh, and a date with Tara Reid? It's kind of loss of resale value. But <laughs> I'd still take it. Tara's still contractually <laughs> obligated and she never says no. Yeah, we, we, we did talk about getting uh, drugs, ketamine and shrooms earlier. Tara Reed would be, if you know Tara Reed, go to Tara Reed for drugs. 
Um, also, uh, Clint Beiger. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> you can find me at uh, Good Bar Point Loma most Wednesdays. And uh, if you're looking for a really good one to come to, we've got James Adomian coming uh, August 23rd to Good Bar San Diego, 8 p.m. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't think the tickets are quite up yet because we just, uh, landed it, but, um, we're very excited about that one. And other than that, we have, uh, a bunch of, um, great shows lined up all Wednesdays and we've been having a lot of fun there. So if you're in San Diego or visit on a Wednesday, check us out. Awesome show. Awesome show. If there's, if there's any one comedian <clears throat> out there who has, uh, inspired me more, it's, it, there's nobody more than James Adomian. His, mm. the way he, like, he works in, he's, it's mostly improv and he works in the characters. Uh, like he does a, a, a perfect Bernie Sanders. Like my, a lot of my Bernie Sanders is because I watched him do a Bernie Sanders. Like, I think I can do that. <laughs> and like, like, uh, and it's very derivative of his, his is the, his is peak Bernie Sanders. Uh, he does a dead-on, uh, like, perfect, hilarious uh, Jesse the Body Ventura. Oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, I, I, he, I love that impression. I wish I could do that. It was like, I like spam or something. He doesn't Ooh, we should come up with a character called Jesse the Egan Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse the Vegan. <laughs> I eat nothing but kale. <laughs> you see, do you also have a thick Minnesota accent? That's for better, some reason. That <laughs> I approve the light rail system in Minneapolis, and people don't give me credit for that. That's a good impression, dude. Yeah, well, James Adomian's better. Uh, James Adomian, check him out. The dude's the uh, go, go listen to his podcast. Uh, the, the, uh, huge. James I want you to play this to the body on the next episode, though. That would that was great. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, Alex Jones rolls off the tongue a little easier. Speaking of which, with us as well, uh, Jesse Egan. Do you have anything to plug? Jesse the Jesse the Vegan Egan. Ah, uh, thank you. Yes, I, I um, I'm teaching stand up comedy now. I'm I'm embracing it. I know people have shit to say about stand up comedy class, but uh, fuck them. I love teaching comedy, and I think it's fantastic. And if anyone would like to take my class, I do one on one sessions over Zoom. So just hit me up at Jesse Egan Comedy at gmail.com and i'm doing yeah i'm doing one-on-ones now and i also teach at the mic drop uh comedy club and i perform but uh but i'm really getting into this teaching thing because i got laid off so um so <laughs> that helps with depression too losing your job getting laid off oh yeah. man the apartment I know. doesn't value but, anymore you piece of shit get the fuck out yeah. of this building security is going to escort you out <laughs> A great I feel like for the integrity, this sounds weird, uh, for the integrity of this podcast, um, if you're not in San Diego and you can't take Jesse Egan's comedy class, consider not taking a comedy class. There's a lot of there's bad ones. I feel like there are, there are some good ones out there, uh, but you got to be careful. There's a lot of people that have never done that much comedy that put it out there in a way that looks like they know what comedy is. And Who's they, that chick here in San Diego? She took like stuff. one class and started she teaching her class. my class and then started teaching. Yeah, I think it's better if, if you've done, I mean, I've done it almost 20 years. So I, I think, yeah. I think, it, and, and I agree with you, Clint. I think that you have to make sure the person is something you want to learn, you know, someone you want to learn from. Maybe look at their comedy online first and go, do they, can they impart anything? But um, I love it. I think it's fantastic. So, yeah. One on ones on Zoom, baby. Hit me up. Chance? Uh, I don't know. I just <laughs> thought of one person. Yeah, like, like, I just 
Chance Dace. <laughs> Think about I just say do comedy. Find a spot, you go do comedy. If there's no comedy around you, start at, ask a local venue and be like, yo, dude, what's a slow night? Can yeah, I bring my slow great. friends and do some slow comedy? That'd be great, you know Sal. I'll tell my landlord when it comes time to pay rent. That, uh, <laughs> no, I'm talking, I'm talking to, the, to the people that want to try comedy. Not, not you. Yeah, okay. Sorry. <laughs> you know what? If, if you're not interested in doing comedy, just just pay Jesse to Zoom a comedy lesson anyway. It'll just be, it'll be worth it even if you don't want to do comedy. All right. Exactly I'll, right. Take, I'll take the Public opposite approach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take take Jesse Zoom comedy class. He's a lovable guy and he has good takes on things. It could be a therapy. You know what? Awful therapy. Uh, Awful. Also, Ooh, that's a great we name. Will under- yeah, that is a great name. <laughs> We'll undercut the other our competitors. Like we'll we'll do it for half of what they're doing, and basically because we don't have licenses. <laughs> Tell me more about your mother. <laughs> <laughs> what is she wearing right now? And then and then at the end they they tell me the story and I go yeah but where's the punchline? <laughs> no, I get it. Your mom sucks and she abused you, but like I feel like it needs a turn at the end. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just not a good. Your childhood trauma salad, but you got to punch it up a little bit. Yeah, the mm-hmm. abuse is good, but it needs a couple of tags. He's <laughs> not about a callback. No, I've never been jumped in a gang, but there has to be something absurd about the wackiness of that situation. <laughs> um, with us as well, uh, please, uh, Mr. Dave Callens. Got anything to plug? Got any comedy classes to plug? I would love to plug therapy and microdosing mushrooms. Those are two incredibly helpful things. So everyone can use therapy. It's great. Even if you don't think you need it, therapy is always good. Uh, it's kind of a pain in the ass because sometimes it takes a while to find a therapist who's a good fit, but you got to stick with it. That's my plug. Uh, one one good thing plug. with that, Dave would say, because Dave was like microdosing mushrooms for a bit, and, we, and he was a big proponent saying it helped and everything. And then I saw like what he microdosed one time, and it was just it was just like a slightly smaller dose of mushrooms. There was nothing <laughs> micro about the dose. Like this is that is not you're true. Just, you're just dosing yourself. He was losing oh his mind at a handful, <laughs> and it just like oh one. I know. <laughs> it's like that, uh, like, like you know, in a cartoon where like uh, like the the fat guy like cuts a slice out of the pie, but then he yeah. like, leaves the slice. Yeah, that's great. That's incredible. I love that this outro has been almost as long as the episode itself. Yeah. And I have been your dungeon master, Damian Mercado. Uh, check out Science Faction. Uh, it's already been plugged this episode. Thank Macro you so very much for listening. Uh, please check us out uh, every Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, where we will play some uh, Dungeons & Dragons most of the time. And if It'll not, be better than this. <laughs> no, it won't. I don't no. think so. If your kink is listening to podcasts where people play Dungeons & Dragons for years but never learn the rules like per se then then awful neutral will rock your socks off you will yeah. <laughs> we will we will itch we'll scratch that itch for you um uh, but if you just want to laugh check us out every sunday at 11 pacific standard time uh thank you very much i have been your dungeon master jamie mercado here for awful neutral uh thanks for joining us everybody uh go get some therapy do some drugs uh feel better <laughs> later nerds Bye, everybody. Bye.